Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's L.A. Nick back with Minneapolis 911 with my co-host, Hesley Ray. How you doing, Hess? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm okay. I've still been a little trailing. You're this. under the weather a little bit. Yeah, I, still, I went out too many nights and came back, I think. I so you Can have, that happen? Can you be sick and then it go away and then you go out and drink Yeah, because and it comes back? you know what? You're, you're taking advantage of your immune system. So it can happen. It can happen. And I'm worried about your phlegm. Like, what color is it? I, don't, I haven't looked at, the, looked at it. So. Well, if you hack up a lot... I'll take over while we're broadcasting, and then you just save it in a tissue, and I, I'll be like your grandma. I think, what I think does I'll it be look okay. like? I think I'll be okay. All right. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. What so, did you do this weekend? You said you went out a lot. You went well, to some, w- like, Motorhead thing. Yeah, it was a Motorhead tribute at okay. the Turf Club, which was cool. Cause I like the Turf Club a lot. They redid it. It's nice now. I mean, it used to be not so nice. But I nice liked now. it when it was not nice. Little seedy turf club. It's still seedy, but it's got some class to it now. Little sweat in the corner. They pour some strong drinks, though. They do. They want you to have fun there. I got. I I had to leave. You had to leave because they made you leave. No, I just feel like I got. (laughs) I thought you got kicked out. I had to leave. They served me too much, and I'm like, I can feel it coming. You know when that you get that feeling. Oh, you're scared. You're paranoid. Like, like, oh crap. No, you can feel it coming. Like you can feel like you're you're gonna be drunk. Ooh. And I like I said I said the Nancy said I think I'm gonna be drunk I think we better. Go Did you home. say like a little drunk? No, I think <laughs> it was a little no, too I late. I wasn't drunk yet, but I could feel it coming. And That's what people who are drunk say. See, like, threes, like th- th- threes <laughs> usually my limit, but I drink those little shorties, mm-hmm. and that three is my limit. So there they don't have. Shorties. I call them LA Nickies. They have big ones and. I did three, and oh, I'm okay. like, I don't, I'm not feeling so good. Did she have to take off your shoes? No. Oh, okay. Well, you kept it together enough. I, I kept I'm it together. You. I went home. Went you know bed. what? You're an adult. And I woke up at 8 a.m. You did. Fresh as a daisy. You know what? I, did, yeah, I felt fine. Did you? I did. Well, see, there you go. And you weren't drunk. So, you could have uh, stayed longer. I saw that the, uh, the federal government kept marijuana on the most dangerous drug list. I know. I was thinking about you. And I was, I like, was ha, thinking ha, about ha. me, too. I wasn't <laughs> laughing. I so here's the thing. I agree with them. I think it should be on the most dangerous and drug I list. And I still disagree with you. I think that it keeps people off hard drugs. Like I don't think it's a hard drug at all. Well, I, I did. Nice... I did one hit, and I thought I was going to freak out. So that's a hard drug to me. But I was telling you, I went to Amsterdam before and tried a lot of things in their coffee shops. They called them coffee shops, and it never really affected me at all. And so then I was like, well, what's the well, big deal? Smoking the wrong kind of weed. Well, I might want to try it, but now I can't. Thank you, federal government. I'm serious. I was I was in a, in a bar having a fun time, having a great time, seeing some old high school friends, and somebody said, "Hey, do you want to do a one hit?" And hey, I want to do one like like we were back, and these are like people I haven't seen in like 25 years since high school. Oh, okay. So we, we walked outside, and he had one of those little one hitters, and I did one hit, and I went back in the bar, and everybody went, "What's wrong with you?" Like they could just tell that oh that you were like I was not you well were and it felt out of everybody your mind. speaking in the room was like a bone arrow hitting me an arrow hitting me in the head and I couldn't take it I so feel like maybe you had too many tall drinks I, I that's s- what happened no nope. one hit it was that super whatever they call it that, super weed that super weed I go I gotta go home and 
I was actually. <laughs> you did that after three drinks at the I, turf club, too. And I went home, and I was. My parents were out of town. And Wait, I was how old are you? I thought this was a reunion. Yeah, You're this is You're still recently. living with your parents? No, but. Oh. No, no, my parents were out of <laughs> okay. town, but I was staying at their house. Oh, okay. And I went to my parents' bedroom, and I just put my head in their pillow and just sat there. And I and then I started freaking out. So I got the phone, and I dialed 9 just so in case I start freaking out, I could just hit the other one. God, this is disturbing. It was On many really levels. strong. It was the strongest drug I've ever done, ever. I I find that very hard to believe, well, number one. Number two, I have a question for you that's actually, you know, a smart question in my mind. If the federal government comes in and says something about how they deem the dangerousness and illegal um, level of this particular drug, if the state level disagrees, like, let's say, Oregon, let's say, you know, Colorado, if they say, no, state level, we think it's fine, then what happens? Like, could the federal government come in and like arrest somebody in Colorado? Absolutely, they do it all the time. What? They, they, they raid. They raid. They raid the pot stores in Hollywood all the time. Still, what's the point then of having state level well, laws? The, 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 the federal government has not agreed to that. That's just the states doing it uh, to get the tax revenue. But but pot pot stores are raided in West Hollywood and Hollywood all the time. Federal government comes in and raids them all the time. So and and. I have a friend that's growing, that's a legal grower that has a permit in California, and uh, he said that federal government is still high risk. They can come raid him at any time. Really? Yeah. So it's 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 federally illegal drug. So period. what happens? Do they go like serve time, or are they find heavily? What what occurs? Usually they just come in and take everything. Oh, they want it for themselves. That's why they did this. Now <laughs> everything is making it. sense. They're I think taking they just it, take it and burn it. Going no, I think they burn it into their mouth. But what they want them, they, what they what they really Breathe take, it. what they want is the money. They take the money. Yeah. So dirty. It, always fun. Well, dirty I just, government. I thought that was interesting when I saw that. Um, that is interesting and sad. I mean, I'm glad that you laughed at me. I I would say you know like well well we I, live well, here, and so I, obviously I don't partake, but I don't have any problem with it. I, I think it's a good thing. I think that people who are alcoholics. You know, like if they smoked weed, they'd be better off than drinking alcohol. Well, I so. agree. I th- I think drunks are the worst. <laughs> I don't. I have. A, <laughs> I just don't like drunk people. I don't like drunk people either. That's why but I don't yeah. like being drunk. That's why yeah, I don't like. That's why drunk. you got scared. All right. Yeah. So moving along. I go, but but well, anyway, that right right when that I heard happened. that story, there's I don't know if you heard the story about the guy in northern Minnesota who shot the the, the helicopter. Um, so he was. On weed, smoking weed, okay. and he was growing weed at his house, and a helicopter came and was flying around his house. So over the he came, the helicopter made a first pass, and he he pretended it like his hand was a gun. Was it a real helicopter, or was it his ceiling fan? No, it was a helicopter. It was <laughs> okay. a, it was it was an FDA uh, uh, an FDA helicopter, or not oh, FDA uh, drug okay. drug DEA helicopter. Oh, it was. Yeah, they yeah. have it was, those. It was a police helicopter. Oh, so he. Uh, he then he got a rake and started pretending he was shooting the helicopter with a rake, but then he went and got a real rifle and he oh, shot and he, and he shot he shot the helicopter hit it too. <gasps> that's he, a good aim for yeah, somebody kind of you know a little well, off. It was, so it was you no, know, it was pretty low, but mm. but it's right in front of his face. <laughs> but yeah, he actually hit hit that helicopter and sure he, sure he's he got charged with a lot of charges. It was federal. It was a federal helicopter. Well, so, that's not a good idea. So, to our listeners out there, don't try that at home. No. Turned out not to be such a good idea. Um, I saw some pretty cool stuff going on in Minneapolis that a lot of people might not know about. There's an app that you can download 
if you ride the metro here, if you ride the buses or the light rail. Do you call it the metro? Uh, metro I, transit. Yeah, but metro I, transit. I, I, that sounds so city, like big city. You know, like well, if you rode get, the hey, metro. We're getting to be a big I city. I used to just call it the number six or like if you get on the number four, you know, like that's what I, I just oh, never. The, the metro. Line and the green yeah, line. You're right. So you know what? The metro. I'm feeling good about so us. So if you do ride the metro and you're having a problem with somebody, like somebody's causing problems, you can anonymously text oh. a, a number, and when the the next stop, Metro Transit Police will come in. D- d- does the text go automatically to you? No, it does not go to me. <laughs> oh, dang. It'd be cool if it did, though. I think that would be really that would cool. Be really cool. We'd have and so the, much and, fodder. And you know, you know who else also has the same thing? Is Target Field. If you're at Target Field and somebody's bothering, or somebody around you is using foul language or, or bothering you, you can anonymously text a number and your seat number, and they will come and tell those people to shut up or make them leave. So before we, we come back to our great topics coming forward, I want to know, like, what is the app? How do I download it? And can I maliciously just, like, uh, for no reason you know report people or would they come back on me if i was like you no know what? it's it's anonymous nobody knows that you no one it. but they still know it came from your phone so if i was doing it like every five minutes they might come back at me right who them like the people receiving the texts well the co- the, the security is receiving the text at oh, the target okay. field security well, and metro transit and uh, metro police okay so so what is the app and then i'm gonna just report you every day Actually, I don't really know if the apps. I know you can just Google it, Metro okay. Transit app, and it comes right, right up. And I'm same, gonna, same I'm gonna Google it. One. We're gonna find out, yeah, and we'll then find I'll out. clarify we'll this for yeah. everyone. Cause I think we're. Are we going to break? Oh, we're not going to break. Okay, not good. yet. You always so, so, jump in the gun on our breaks. You know, I wasn't ready yet. I'm looking at. Oh, the Metro I saw you Transit going thing. to your phone. So. Well, I was going there to see what this app is because I'm gonna report you right yes. now. I'm very bothered. <laughs> but I actually had a friend use it today at Twins game today. You have a friend. That I had a friend, were, oh, from, okay. a friend that came in from out of town, um, came to the Twins game. and Were they from Philly? Uh, they were not. They're, oh. they're from, uh, actually, you know what? They do live in Pennsylvania, but it's not my family. It's Nancy's family. Oh. They live in, in a little tiny town in Pennsylvania. But they came here for a Twins game, and people behind them were, they had kids with them, two little kids with them, and the people behind them were just dropping F-bombs left and right. And she knew about the app, and she... The kids were? No. Oh. Some drunk guys behind, oh, okay. sitting behind them. So they, they put in the app, and then their seat number and security came right down. Okay, I'm seeing Transit Stop Minneapolis. Does that sound right? Yep. Okay, I think that's what it is. It's called Transit Stop Minneapolis. It's free. Yep, it's free. And um, you can download it and uh, start reporting anyone. L.A. Nick, top on my list. Well, I don't ride transit, so... Good luck oh, with that. Well, I'm still going to try it. Okay. Uh, I'll, like, he's right now at 7 Sushi and Steak Bar. <laughs> he got out at that stop. <laughs> That's what I'll say. They'll find you. Yeah, they find me. Yeah, they would. Yeah. They, they, this, this city's all cameras. Is they, it? Oh, tell me about is. that. Because I, I keep thinking that I'm very incognito here. Downtown is, they have, a, like, a live feed I've been in the room. They have two different rooms at First Precinct. Like command centers? Yes, and they can follow you anywhere you go. Do you think that, like, Harto might know who I am by this point? Because I go downtown a lot, and I'm a little, like... I don't think she's ever in that room. Oh. Do you think her analysts do? And they're like, there's that 
blonde floozy again. I don't, I don't think so. Meandering around. There's a lot of you downtown. <laughs> last night, You're right. Yeah. I think that I could blend in really La- well. Last night, I there was like 20 bachelorette parties like <laughs> everywhere. It, I was at like every, every one corner. of them. I was at I was at I was at I was at Seventh and Hennepin, and all four corners had a bachelorette party crossing the street. Woo! All four, and they all looked yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. All blondes, all wearing black dresses. They were all. They're all wearing white dresses. Yeah, and I just went from party to party. They didn't even know that I was infiltrating, and I yeah. was like, "Shots!" And they all I just came. Yeah. That's that's what downtown's becoming—a big bachelorette party. It's so fun. <laughs> Look at us all hanging out, enjoying each other's company, so they crying a, in the bathroom. They have a, a, a what's called a warrant workout day. Going. A warrant workout. Yeah. Day. So oh, if you so have they, if you have warrants. Uh-huh. Like arrest warrants. I they might. had this workout there that they bring defendants, judges, and probation officers to work out your warrant. So you're, so you're not in, in, in paranoid all the time to be arrested. That's so you can nice. come work out your warrant. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so therapeutic. I, Let's I th- just work it out. But is it lowering the bar? I don't know. It depends on like the the severity of the charge, in my opinion. You know, if it was just marijuana, I'd be like, let's work it out. I don't, I, I feel like it's lowering the bar once again. Like like oh, we're gonna work out your warrants now. Like you, you don't have to be responsible for your crime. We're gonna I work it out. I think the judges would be like, you know what? You came in on your own volition. We're not spending enough money. Like we're not spending too much money on the police tracking you down. Like the you know uh, what do they call them? Not wardens. Well, they used, the to, they used to have and, warrant sweeps. Uh-huh. And I, I guess, I don't, know, I don't know if they still do them. I feel like it would save the taxpayers money, and the judges could work it out with people. They're smart. I mean, they've become a judge for a reason. So well, they are I doing think it's that. a good idea. Oh, it's, a, it's just for low-level crime. Yeah, see? That's yeah, what I'm saying. For low-level crimes. The one hitters. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I guess yeah. it's probably a good idea. Yeah, I think it's good. All right. Well, we'll talk about this and more when we come back to Minneapolis 911. When your child has trouble and challenges in math, it can lead to problems at home or school and low self-esteem. Mathnasium is here to help. At Mathnasium, we take time to fully understand your child's strengths and weaknesses and create an individual program tailored to their needs with the Mathnasium method. Your student will understand math, and when you understand, you don't have to memorize. Unlock your child's potential and open up their world to the wonderful puzzle called math. Check this radio website, keyword math. At Mathnasium, we make math make sense. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. A unique and inspiring dining choice. That's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or or romantic dinner. Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis, where four stars meets casual dining. Gotta move. <laughs> we sell moving supplies to help it go smoother. <laughs> Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. 
And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray here with LA Nick. We just jumped off and, uh, you know, it was brought to my attention that not everyone knows who Harto is. Do you want to explain who she is? Janae Harto is our police chief. Okay. And uh, I personally know her. I think she's a, a good woman. Um, you do I, like her. I do like her. you don't like everyone. I do not. But I do think that... She's doing the best she can with what she has. I do. And I, okay. I, I don't know if, if that is, it's common knowledge to anybody that's in the city government or in, into city government or involved in city government or downtown council that our city, our city government, <clears throat> excuse me, our city government and our police department do not are always at odds. Mm-hmm. They do not work well together at all. I feel like it's an episode of Law and so, Order. And, and it's nothing new. It's been going yeah. on, I heard, for 12, over 12 years, longer than I've lived in Minneapolis. I think maybe back to the Roman Empire, <laughs> so, to be honest. But I think now it's at its all-time worst. In fact, Harto just gave a, a speech the other day, and I swear, I'm not kidding you. You'll ne- and If you ever see P- Chief Harto give a speech, Betsy Hodges is within two inches of Harto with her hand up, ready to grab the microphone. <laughs> out Heavens of her mouth. to Betsy! Like, like she, she's like right there, like, like a Mike Nazi, like ready to grab that <laughs> microphone. She is. I, Mike like, Nazi. like, like she, I, I feel it, worried she, that she has control issues. I've seen her. I've seen her. I'm not kidding you. This was about it, probably about a year ago now. Harto was on a on a like got caught on a corner of the news a news crew, and. Hodges grabbed him like right out of her hand. Jeez. I think that Hodges should have a one She grabbed him. Settle her down a little. <laughs> I think she has power. She has power. She's a power. What's, what do they call it? Power hungry. Power hungry, yeah. yeah she wants, she wants to be in full control. She scares me. But I do like Janae Harto. You know why? Because she'll actually talk to you. She talks to you. Yes, she nice. will actually speak to you. That's unusual for people like to, you know. I mean, you can get a meeting yeah. with, with the chief of police. I'm going to try it. Be like, you know what? But guess, you know what? I, what? I, I, I've stopped. Like, I was meeting, like, weekly with everybody. Like, people like Jacob Fry and everybody and, and, and all our city council members and and every every police inspector and the commander. And, and I just came to the realization I'm sitting there telling these people, and it's like somebody telling you a ghost or a UFO story. <laughs> <laughs> Were you telling them ghosts and UFO no, stories? No, but that's, what, I, I'm that's, into those. that's like the reaction you get from them. You're like, hey, you know what? Um, like, this air base, I really like, think they're harboring like aliens. That's the reaction you actually get from them. Did like they just stare at you? Like, like, yes. Really? Y- yes. Okay, let's give him, like, do you want some water? Yes. That's, oh, that, so nice of you to stop by. Yeah, and then they're like, mentioning it's, like it's, going to their assistant get him out of here it's like it's like you're telling them a ufo story or something <laughs> and and, I, and i'm co- and i'm coming up with like positive good solutions that that are doable and they look at you like like you just said yeah there's a ghost in this room and, <laughs> and, I you just were, saw and all, your only solution was like here just take the alien and open their head up and then we'll find out what's inside and then they looked at you like so, that's crazy you know, they all, so they the last time they all go oh you need to meet with the new the new commander so, I remember this. So it, I go and meet this new commander. He's only there for like three days, and maybe he gets replaced. I think they're giving you the runaround. So what a waste of time that was. I mean, yeah. it, we, if we had plans in place, like we're going to do this I don't think do he that. even worked for them. He was an actor they hired to just like <laughs> deal with you for the day. 
<laughs> that could be possible. That could have been possible. And that was a triple meeting. That was through that was through President Barb Johnson, Lisa Goodman, and Jacob Fry. Now I'm smelling a conspiracy. They're all all against you. No, I, I actually like all three of those um, people as people. Yeah. I don't agree with some of their policies, but I think. But as people, you like I them. I think that Barb. I jo- thought you said people ask. Well, people. Barb Johnson. Barb Johnson and Lisa Goodman are both total sweethearts. Jacob Fry's a really nice guy. I just don't agree with some of his policies. But he's very polished. Hi, I'm Jacob Fry. I've seen him. I've seen him not so polished, but yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a. (laughs) He gets a little rugged if he goes to the turf club with you. He's a polished politician. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. So anyway, there's a thing going on. It's called the Minneapolis Good Care Project. I don't Ooh. know if you heard about this. No, no, but please continue. So, like I said before, there's not like a village mentality in Minneapolis. Like you, you don't, you don't really have a place like you know how Europe has squares and everybody goes there at 7 p.m. And you talk to your community. Like I... if you live in Italy or Spain or anywhere in Europe, every city has a square. And it every night, to the square. And every night they go at about seven o'clock, and you can bring a bottle of wine, and Aww. they all talk to each other is that why they tried to redo pv plaza is that like they were trying to make a square for us uh i'd go there and sit and have a little wine i don't think they i don't know what they were doing pv plaza oh, okay well TV anyway. plaza kind of just went stopped it did it was, we should talk about uh, yeah more. I, like, I, no, I, got, I gotta do some homework on that yeah, yeah. let's do that, that like, just yeah. like stopped all of a sudden Future topic. so anyway they had this thing it's called minneapolis good chair project and uh they started with, started out with a kickstarter campaign to put chairs around the lake of the isles so all the people, because people just go out there on a mission, just they're going to run around the lake or ride their bike around the lake, but they never stop to talk to anybody. So they put a bunch of chairs out there to encourage the community to, to stop and I'm wor- sit down. I'm worried about talk. like Minnesotans, though, having the like, ooh, somebody else's chair. I'm not going to bother this because you don't know if it like if you're supposed to. Well, it's, it actually works so well that they're put that they're putting out a hundred more. A hundred, you say? Yes, because it works very well. But but you're talking about out Lake in the Isles. That's true. I don't Hold think it would time. work downtown. Well, it might. I mean, but Where? people would be peeing on them. Right. I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> people would be living on them. People would live on them. I mean, we, go walk down Hennepin right now and look at every bench. We don't call them chairs. We call them portable homes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It's a rest stop. I'm I'm hoping and, and I and I actually I told our producer Robert this morning that I had that a friend in town to go to the baseball game today and I was just totally embarrassed walking down Fifth Street that Fifth Street light rail station not one cop and I'm talking at least I'd say between eighteen and twenty just total troublemakers <laughs> hassling every tourist you sound again like you're 95 years old Hassle- troublemakers but were out i and mean about. i mean but these these guys were like they were they were state i was just kind of scared i mean they they all had their shirts off and they're all buff and they all you know they're, they're all going give me give me give me an effing dollar and what? hassling every tourist every tourist they and said you know give what? me an effing dollar oh that's what that, really the, yeah and, and and uh Jeez. what what I can't believe is that we had a game today, a day game. Why wouldn't they have a cop on that platform? That's a trouble platform. It's, it's a number one calls for nine one one service. It's fifth and Hennepin's light rail station. I hmm. mean, why wouldn't they have a, a cop presence? There yeah, I don't at know. At a game, doing a game. Are they short staffed? Like I don't know. Well, uh, the, I don't know if you read uh, the Betsy Hodges released her new tax plan today, and uh, she she is putting on. 
more cops. It wasn't many, but I think it was, uh, I can't remember. I think the number, I think the number was 15 new, 15 new officers. Hopefully they're all stationed there. Um, well, at least put one there when a game to help the, to protect our tourists. Poor I know, I know, cop, I know if I was a tourist and I took that light rail in from out of town, out the suburbs or whatever, or did a parking ride and took the light rail, and I would never come downtown again. Yeah, you know what? That is telling because I think that people who are from out of state or out of town would go probably stay somewhere near the Mall of America, want to yeah. go enjoy the Mall yeah. of America, get on the light rail. It's an easy yeah. ride into the downtown area, go see a day game. And you're right. You know, like when, when I've been to other big cities and I've been to other um, other stadiums and other day games, you there's a huge presence. police presence, like to the point where they're all carrying like machine guns. You know, they're carrying like, you know, assault rifles and they're, you know, full on masks walking around. Nobody messes with anything. And that's the way it should be. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if that's the answer. I just know that I've, I didn't well, feel it shouldn't unsafe. Well, it shouldn't be what I saw today. No, that, I think, and yeah, I mean, speaking for, for our tourist board then, you know, like you would say, if you want tourism to happen, then you need to make an inviting place for them yeah. to go and not feel harassed and not feel scared. I mean, they, and, yeah, they were harassing. You were scared. Well, they were harassing every single person. Mm-hmm. And there was... You know, it was a whole gang of them. I mean, they, and that would be scary if you brought your children, and you know, if you maybe had an elderly parent. Yeah, they're not, not like they're not the like game, excuse, yeah. they're not like excuse me, sir. They're like, you know, give me an effing dollar and just, just, just. <laughs> would it be better if they said, "Excuse me, sir, now give me an effing dollar"? Like, well, <laughs> what if you just speaking? We speaking, just tell them? speaking of the light rail, I don't know if you saw this weekend. There was a shooting on the Green Line. I did not see that. So a girl ha- was wearing a T-shirt. Of a uh, uh, like re- remembrance of somebody that died. Okay. That happened to be a gang member. Okay. So it said in memory of, and the the guy's name. Okay. And, and how did you know it was a gang member? Because another gang member was on that train and said, "Oh no, you're not. Oh no, you know." Oh, they and started sh- something. And shot okay. her. What? Yeah, shot her. Jeez. Shot her. Shot her twice. Uh, she did wow. not. She did not die. She caught a bullet in the back. And a bullet in her, I believe, in her, in her, in her arm, and uh, she's, she's going to survive. But uh, I thought that was uh, it's scary. Scary that you, you know, people, you know, just just because she was wearing a T-shirt of somebody who's already dead. Well, that'll tell like, you. Like, 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 are you trying to kill the guy twice? Maybe that's why all those people were not wearing shirts when they were on the platform because you can't wear a T-shirt <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. Um, I there was a really, really good story. Um, a three-year-old kid was found wandering around the streets. Um, a cop, cops, somebody called the cops, and okay. the cops came. And three-year-old kid can't tell you where he lives. Um, it, you know, they were, he was pointing and stuff, but they never found the house. Okay. And they actually brought in canine and smelled the kid and uh-huh. and got tracked back to his house. That's awesome. Yeah, and got got him back home. I love those police dogs. Yeah, that's they're all, the hardest working snippers in the world. Isn't that so amazing that yeah. a dog can do that? It is amazing, and that's kind of you know that's a heartwarming story. But he actually think, could oh. smell where the kid lived. Was it stinky? Like everyone could smell. I don't, I don't <laughs> the know. cops already do. Well, he belongs in I that one. But it, they don't I, use Tide. But those dogs, they're those dogs are just amazing. I think they're amazing too. I've seen uh demonstrations from police you dogs know, it cost that a are lot. insane. It costs a lot to train those dogs. I think that that should have been in uh, Hodge's budget too, like 15 more trained police dogs. 
they, they don't they won't they, they won't use dogs for anything but except search rescue search and rescue they won't then drugs or drugs they, they won't use dogs for anything else in this city well they won't use them for enforcement they should because i, I would so be really too. scared of a dog chasing me down like, i think I, I, if i saw a cop on the platform fifth street platform holding a german shepherd I wouldn't mess with I'd that cross, dog. I'd, I would cross the street. <laughs> yeah, I would too. So, yeah, but they'll never do it. I've, Why? I, I've been told they say never? they say they say it's racist. What? Yeah. Because of the dog? Yeah, they oh, say we, it's racist. I that makes no sense to me. We should talk about that because that literally I was told, like I was told does, does not by, make any sense. I was told by actually that commander. <laughs> the one that may or may the not ghost, have worked ghost, the ghost commander. The, <laughs> the ghost commander. <laughs> I was told by him. They, You're, they, uh, it's racist. That makes no sense. So we're going to have to get back into that. And then I'm excited because we have some police dispatch calls coming up after our next break. And you know, uh, speak, you've got a few speaking, of them this speak, week. Speaking of dispatch calls, uh, yes, we're going to break. So. <laughs> you can talk <laughs> anyway, about no, it. No, speaking of dispatch calls, when I'm listening to these this dispatch all, all night and day, they talk about prowlers. Oh, like, prowlers. Yeah, what, what, okay. What, what is a prowl? Like, I don't like, know. You hear it a lot. You hear there's Let's, a prowler. Uh, Somebody's calling in and there's a prowler and. Let's find out. I'll Google it. Find out what a prowler and suspicious is. vehicle a lot. Okay, when we come back with Minneapolis 911. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cath Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cath's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cath Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cath's professional installation, Cath makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cath helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. And it's Minneapolis 911 on LA Net. Still with, still with my co-host, Ashley Wright. Still here. We're still, still here. Kicking. 
Um, we were talking about Eric. When I listen to the scanners. I hear a lot of people calling in nine one one. There's a prowler or suspicious vehicle in their in their house. I just looked at the definition of a prowler. Okay, this is a person who moves stealthily around or loiters near a place with a view to committing a crime, especially a burglary. So you hmm. are you prowling around? You're kind of looking so you can into call things. in for prowlers, but you, but they just made stalking. There's no charge for stalking anymore. They oh, repealed that's that. Good news. Yeah, they repealed stalking. Well, that's great. I'm gonna start stalking so you can, again. You, can, you can't prowl. You know, I've been holding off for a while. Stalk, but you can stalk. I can stalk all I want. This is great. I yeah. love living in America. Well, I'm surprised they haven't repealed prowler. Well, you know what? Prowling is different because it's with intent to bur- burglarize. Stalking is just creepy. You know, like stalking. I, you know, I don't have any intent. St- stalker than a prowler. Oh, well, I sometimes I just want to follow you around and watch what you're doing every move. Like, is I, that that's fine? I mean, if you were walking down the street and some guy just followed you everywhere you went, depends on the guy. I mean, like some I don't creepy know. Creepy guy. If he was ugly, yeah, and creepy. Then no, <laughs> illegal. <laughs> that, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it seems a little odd to them to be like stalking is fine because i feel like people who are willing to stalk are generally not the most sane yeah they've got a lot of time on their oh, hands you know what speaking, idle hands speaking, are the devil's handiwork speaking of that of insane mm-hmm. insane and me- you, why are you pointing at me mental health issues i did see something that i actually liked that betsy hodges is gonna do what but she's wait 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 <laughs> let me just understand this you like Something that Betsy Hodges is going to do. Let's just hold on to this thought for a moment. All right. So continue. In her in her tax budget that she just put out, which most of it was just like ridiculous, just fluff. Yeah, like mm-hmm. st- stupid money, like five hundred thousand dollars. Like, what's five hundred thousand dollars going to do? Unless unless they were buying a five hundred thousand dollar bomb to drop it on downtown to blow it up. Oh, that's not a good idea. But I'm saying five hundred thousand dollars just can't fix it. Anyway, anything. that would be like so. A anyway, she did dumb have bomb. one. She, she's hiring two, which is not enough, but it's a good idea. She's hiring two officers that go that are paired up with a mental health expert. Ooh, that is a good idea. So, but but it's only two. We need like twenty. We need them way more than that. I mean, I've seen a lot of. Yeah, you go to the library. You need just twenty there. Yeah. So, but but I do think it's going the right direction. That she is having mental health experts to team up with officers. What about graduate schools and things like that? I thought there was a program where they would actually send like their graduate students out to like sit in libraries and to converse with people. I thought there was some kind of like nonprofit organization to help tra- and, the training of these and, people in graduate schools. I don't know if that's going on in Minneapolis. I know it's going on in other cities. I think that that's probably where I heard it was from you, maybe on yeah. a previous episode. Yeah, so it was yeah. a previous episode. Okay. I think I believe that was Phoenix. Okay. Cuz it's not an uncommon it's not an uncommon problem across America that that me- the mentally ill go to libraries because they're safe. Mm-hmm. Because they they get they get they get robbed more than you know, disabled people get robbed a lot. What? Yes, they get robbed a lot. Really? Yeah, people in wheelchairs or people with polio and stuff. Jeez. Because they, they, they're victim. Well, they're, they're easy not victim. mentally ill. No, but, I mean, no, I'm saying that they, no, but they get robbed because they're and mentally they're impaired. Ill. Yeah, yeah. And, me, okay. and mentally ill people get robbed a lot too because they don't know what's going on. So this means I am sane because I haven't been robbed. Oh, they're, they're, they, there you go. They, they fall victim quicker than normal than. 
I should stop being my people. psychiatrist, really. I mean, this just was a breakthrough. Like, what the heck is but I did, But I did think that was good, to, but just two cops, come on. I mean, I mean, what is a start? I mean, you can't, like, build a bridge without putting a single brick down first. No, I, right? I'm happy that she's doing it, but I just think two We is, need more. I think she should have yeah. more than two. Yeah, so, so take, take money from other things that don't make sense and put it into that program because that program well, there, seems useful. And I agree. I think that if you fortify the streets with understanding and with... Uh, and she, you know, she's raising taxes to do all this. Wait a minute. <laughs> I did not know that I would be responsible for these great oh, ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, how much? A lot? Uh, you I'm know getting I, signaled from our producers, I, like, through the roof. I, I didn't even I didn't even read that. I read the, the good stuff and the bad stuff. I put it out of my head. Yeah. The There's no stuff sense dwelling on those um, so things. I remember I said a couple episodes ago that I I would bet that the downtown Macy's is closing? Yeah. Did you see yesterday? No, I did Friday, not. Friday, the Macy's announced that they're closing another 100 stores. Oh, so now we're geez. So now they're at 400 stores closing. You know that that downtown Macy's it's is gotta done. It's got to be, yeah. Because it's a ghost. It's a ghost. There's nobody there. No, you're right. It, it's got to be closing. That is really... Really unfortunate, though. Everybody, I, I, I know people who work there, they go, I just sit here all day and do nothing. You know, it's like that whole area, like that um, Elizabeth Quinlan building and that whole quadrant of of Minneapolis has this old school feeling. Like, I just imagine people, like, you know, putting on their finest clothes and, like, hat and going, like, we're going shopping, you know, and, like, Macy's well, is a big the way it used Macy's to be. Thanksgiving parade, you know, like they they did the you know the whole. And I'm sure that with the with the with the Nicolette Mall construction, it's got hurt even more. Well, who's going to go in there? Do you think? I mean, are they going to make it into like a bunch of small shops? Because how would they survive? And then, you know, I, just I just go, feel like somebody go, needs would to, to save. It would go to corporate office space. Oh, so that's like disgusting. Everything else in the city. And then that's going to like with no ground, the... with no street level, mm, anything. I don't know. You know, it's 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 unfortunate. It's unsettling. Um, I just learned too that property taxes are are going up five point five percent. That's quite a big chunk of change. Well, I was told by some city council members, if property assessors come to your door, well, do yeah, you not do let them in your house no matter what, and you don't have to by law. You can say you are not allowed to come in my house because if you, they will raise your property tax. Your property tax if your house is nice inside. No matter what. Yeah, so Hodges proposes Minneapolis budget with 5.5% tax hike with 15 new cops. So we're willing to pay for the cops, but not the fluff. Right. We want to do the mental health thing, but... They're doing two cops 5.5%, and then we don't let assessors into our homes. Sorry, assessors. I kind of feel bad for them. They're in a tough spot. They come to your house, say, sorry. Sorry. Not, not letting you in. Excuse me, can no I have way. an effing dollar? <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> so remember when we back when we were talking about uh, the spice routes? Yeah, that was a cool story. Can you bring them back, like, to understand yeah, if they so, don't listen to so that? So the beginning, like, back in the biblical, you know, biblical times, you know, before any of oh, us. Oh, frankincense and before, myrrh. Yeah, yeah. They, they had spice routes, mm -hmm. which, which kind of colonized the world like the three wise men like brought them to jesus pe people traveled the world mm -hmm. to sell spices and, and stuff and they so made sort trails. of like dune and then it went then it went from spices to metals the precious metals tin copper brass and uh they were all took over the spice routes okay and then 
illicit drugs took over the spice routes. Which and, is sort of like spice in a different way. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so we have illicit drug routes now. So... Do they, is it like Oregon Trail? Like, do they all like trudge along these routes together and you just like the, the towns wave at them as they're passing <laughs> I by? I don't or is think it a little so. more sophisticated? I think it's a little more under the radar. <laughs> okay. So, remember we were talking about, so we, and I was telling you about the, the Wisconsin and Fargo fentanyl overdoses. Yeah. And how they both came from Minneapolis. So, this, and so, so this week, uh, a guy name is uh, Lewis Lee Banks. Got this s- sounds fake already, like Mr. Banks. Well, from- this is this is via Star Tribune. Okay, it's in, it's in today's Star Tribune. Uh, he got sentenced for 15 years. And, and they call him a senior gang member. He's tw- Ooh. and he's but he's only 20- he was promoted. But he's only 27. He was promoted, <laughs> but he's only 27. Almost director level. 27, and uh, he was su- trafficking crack. From Fargo to St. Cloud to Duluth. So that was his spice route. Mm, it's a nice and spicy route. Yeah, that, that was his Yikes. Uh, his spice route. So on this, now, like, let's get into our police scanner calls because I've been dying to hear these. You never really tell me what they are beforehand, but you've got some juicy ones this week. So I don't our, even know what we have this week. What's our first call? I wanna... I had really, really good ones and my computer crashed and... Uh-huh. I couldn't get him back. Excuses, excuses, excuses. You know, I but like I I do I do look forward to the calls every week because it is kind of a, a true insight. It's not just us talking about what's going on. You actually oh, I got, hear. I got to give my my fact my fact too. And when we come back from the next break, we're okay. gonna do your fact of the week. So I'm looking forward to that a little bit too. Well, our first call is ready. Sounds like. Friday, thirteen and twelve. Uh, male came home angry. It's known to Huff. He thinks that he may have been huffing. <laughs> threatened to burn the house down, throwing items. There is a three-year-old girl on site. He didn't think he'd harm her. Baby down at the end of the block. She also stated he ran from police last night when they were there. People still actually huff paint. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that was like 1998. Big I, I remember seeing a guy one time Actually, on Nicolette Mall, and he had gold. He had gold all over his face. And I was like, like a leprechaun. I was like, What's all over that guy's face? And I saw him. And he was had a brown paper bag, and he was spraying the paint yeah. in the bag, and then putting it over his face. Ew! And, in broad daylight. Oh, right on Nicolette Mall. And jeez, I can't believe people do that. I can't either. And you know what? He bought that can of paint at Target. Oh, <laughs> did he? He did. His I watched Target's. I watched him come out with it. Oh, they should really get a handle on that. Like, you want gold paint? No, I don't we're out. I, I heard that the gold, the, the gold, like they have preference. The people who huff, mm-hmm. gold and red are the best. Well, paints. it's sort of like a callback to the spice routes when all the like tin and <laughs> aluminum and all the gold and like the metals took over. I Maybe why it's they, that. I wonder why gold and red are the, are the, they well, the highest. Well, I think the gold is like gold mixed with frankincense, and you know, then just breathe a little bit of it in. I don't know, but I also like that this call. They're like, he ran away last night when we were there. They came the night prior, too. He's just huffing away. It's what he loves to do. I can't even imagine doing that. Let's listen to our next call. 110-8120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120-120
is diagnosed antisocial personality disorder and has made threats to shoot officers if they respond to the address and states he has multiple guns inside. So a guy that's known to have antisocial personality issues, and Irby said he will kill, he will shoot any officer that comes to his door. How does he get a carry permit? This is one of those times that those mental health experts would be helpful in coming with the police, right? Yes. And then also, yeah, how well, did he get do the permit? The, what do you do with the situation? The, this guy's blaring music, and his neighbors, you know. They're not being able to sleep. Yeah, I mean, and then you're and, like, well, he said he was going to shoot us, and he's so what, got a valid permit. So what do you so. do with it? I don't know. If you're a cop, I don't if know. you're a cop, how do you deal with that? We need to add a checkbox to that application when you get the permit to carry. Like, will, <laughs> like, will you shoot will a you cop? Will you shoot a cop? Yeah. But what, if you're a cop, how do you? De- I mean, what do you do with that call? I don't know. That I don't. I have no idea. Do you like go and yell at yell like, hey, hey, you know, hey the there, can the you bull, turn it down? Bullhorn? No big deal. If not, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. So we've got another call here, though. This one perplexed me. We were flagged down by the owner of that reported stolen vehicle, and we're out with him here at 2436 12th Avenue South. We've located the vehicle where he left it. So I guess this guy was drunk and forgot where he parked his car. Dude, where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) He called the cops before it was stolen. Okay, well, I mean, so he he lost his car, and then Did you ever watch that movie? I did, unfortunately. I like, like it. I thought it was a good movie. I, yeah, I don't think. I mean, you've never said that. I don't know that I would feel compelled to call the cops if I couldn't find my car and I was stoned. But I do like that. So, so when we come back after our next break, um, we are gonna wrap things up and we're gonna do your fact of the week. Fact of the week. And I cannot wait. So I like my fun facts. I like your fun facts. They're awesome. See you soon. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Got spring fever? Get out, get on, and take a scenic cruise to Belle Plaine Motorsports to start the adventure of a lifetime. All the latest speed and power that is Triumph, plus more genuine Triumph apparel, gear, parts, and accessories than any other dealer in the Twin Cities. No other bikes on the road can compare to the true Triumph. Belle Plaine Motorsports is the Twin Cities headquarters for Triumph bikes, gear, and accessories. Located off Highway 169 and Main Street, enter keyword adventure on this station's website for details. Having trouble getting it up? In the bed? 
Relief is now available with no pills, bumps, or embarrassment. Topper Easy Lift is here. With Topper Easy Lift, you can raise your truck bed topper to new heights for easy access and storage of ATVs, canoes, wood, brush, and larger-than-normal loads. Topper Easy Lift can give you the maximum increase of your truck bed, opening from 3 feet to almost 5 feet for easy access from the back or the side. Topper Easy Lift comes complete in a box made of lightweight quality materials. Topper Easy Lift is durable, strong, and easy to install with your own tools. Press a button and Topper Easy Lift's four high-quality actuators raise your truck topper. Topper Easy Lift will make your next camping or hunting trip a cinch. Just raise the topper for a portable room, so never have trouble getting it up in the bed again. Get Topper Easy Lift and rise to the occasion. Check this station website for more details and accessories or click on EasyLiftSystems.com. Get Topper Easy Lift. You'll love it, and the ladies will too. We're back with Minneapolis 911, L.A. Nick, and me, Hesley Ray. And we left off. Uh, I did want to open this up. So if anyone has any comments on any of our topics, uh, we love to read them, love to hear from you guys. Uh, we do read and respond to all comments coming through the website. So go to Minneapolis911.com. You can talk about prowlers. You can talk about our 911 calls. You can, you know, tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. That's totally <laughs> fine. Anything that you have to say, I think we'd love to hear from you through the website. So and if, if, you, if you have any interesting things and you, and you want to be a guest, let us know. And you can do it anonymously, like yeah. the app. Yeah. You could just give us a little especially uh, any, tidbits. Especially anybody involved in law enforcement or gang drug activity mm -hmm. we would love to have you as a guest that would be awesome and so yeah. so that too you can be anonymous um yep we can you call, know, give you a call in number you can call in you can call in we can disguise your voice you could tell me off air what to say and i could say it for you you know like that would be kind of a funny premise wouldn't it like if a gang member was like dude we're killing each other and i was like <laughs> we are killing each other you know it's sounds kind of scary and cool so if you want to be anonymous we're willing to work with you but we want to hear from you so again sucks anything are, it sucks that they are killing each other it does it does suck about that um but anyway and then and the other one goes to prison whatever the case minneapolis911.com please contact us we are there we want you to be there um, and remember you can also sc scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and on the left you'll see police dispatch you can click on that. It takes a couple of clicks, and you can listen to live MPD dispatch live 24-7. Be a freak like me. Yeah, be creepy like yeah. him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so we were talking about the, the scanner calls. That was interesting. We talked about prowlers today, city government again. And then I know that we, we had talked previously about this new movement um, called Ensure the Police. In Minneapolis. Yes. What's that about? So it's an or organization that they want the police. I'm not, I don't know a lot of it, but I know they want the police themselves to carry their own liability insurance so the city can't get sued because the city has paid out millions and millions of dollars to victims from the, the police department. So an abusive po police officer did something wrong and if they sue the city and then these people win and they get 10 million dollars so, so this is a third party organization from what i understand correct and they are worried about the burden on the taxpayers correct okay but uh, i have some questions and i like to talk with the i think you know the guy is uh, his name is cole i yeah so he's the organizer of uh ensure the police minneapolis um and we have been in contact with him our producer has been talking to him as well 
and we do uh, we do want to have him on the get uh, as one of our guests. Yeah, I just so, have some questions for him. Like, is Cole Yates is like, his are name. we paying? Yep. The, is the taxpayers paying the insurance? Or are we going to make the officers pay? Because I don't think individual officers should have to have pay for their own liability insurance it uh, seems like quite a burden on our uh they, they don't make it they don't make it they don't make, they don't make enough make money, that much to, money i mean they, do that, they make yeah. 40 grand a year and i think maybe personally some of the police maybe already do i know that like private security companies will often make their guards carry liability insurance themselves um but i don't know i don't know all the ins and outs of it and i would love to have that's what on. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like to have more. so yep and so maybe next next uh episode we can get him on here and he can shed some more light onto it because yeah, I mean it's an. I did, I, I did notice. I did topic. notice this weekend. It's hard to find an officer without a body ca- camera on now. They all have body cameras downtown. Can you see yourself? Like, could I do my makeup in front of one of them? Or? Um, you can. They, t- okay. they, 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 one of them showed me how it works. So they can turn it on, mm-hmm. and then it goes on their cell phone. Like you can watch. Oh, it on that's their cell phone. cool. I'm yeah. gonna use that then next time I'm down. I'm like, <laughs> can I check my eyelash here? It's kind of coming off. Anyway, it's time for my facts of the day. My Yay. fact of the week. So everyone that lives in Loring Park, I mean, everyone lives in Minneapolis. Is everyone lives in Loring Park. <laughs> everyone, yep. everyone who's familiar with Minneapolis <laughs> it knows of Loring Park. I, I would say if you're familiar with Minneapolis, you know about Loring Park. Loring Park has had, a lot, live in ha, it. has had a lot of ups and downs throughout its life. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, yes, it has. It, it's, it, it used to be it bad. It used to be really And then it was bad. like very deviant, gay area. It was area. like you went there and just people humping all yeah. over. Yeah, so I, yep. I heard a lot of stories of Loring Park in, back in the day. Like, like <laughs> I heard, like, the, in the early Ooh. 80s, it was, like, I'm just imagining devious. that, like, the water there is just infested with so many so, STDs. Loring Park wasn't always Loring Park. It, it actually, used to be it, <laughs> STD it, Park. It, it opened in 1883, believe it or not, and it was the first ever land that the park board bought. Really? And it was called Central Park. Hmm. Was the Basilica there? Uh, the Basilica was there at mm. that time. It was called Central Park, and for a couple months, they renamed the park to Spring Grove Park, but only for three months. That sounds way too suburban. <laughs> and then it went back to Central Park. Yep. And then in nineteen in eighteen ninety, the park was renamed again. Did at, New York City get mad in honor of Charles Loring? who was the first president of the park board in Minneapolis. Oh, Charles. And it, st- it stayed Loring Park. And it was only purchased for $150,000 for 30 acres of land. It's it, a beautiful park. I, I actually really enjoy Loring Park. I mean, you're right by the Walker. You're right by the Basilica. You know, I lived right I lived right in Loring Park when I first moved to Minneapolis. I did, and too. I, and I do have to say... I do miss that. I miss the having that. It's much a fun, part. nice little neighborhood right on the edge of downtown. So you, you're you it's kind of sketch. It's kind of sketchy too. It is, but it's got some flavor. I liked it a lot when I lived there. I loved it. I was right on the corner of Fifteenth and LaSalle, and just I was yeah, on, loved I it. was right on Willow, right there. I lived above an actual gay bar though, and um, oh, I, the the, uh, the the number one. Yeah, yeah, it's it nineteen bar. The nineteen bar. Yep, yeah. yep. I lived like actually right above. I it, lived just, and just down the street. We could have been friends. <laughs> what happened? You yeah. know, I didn't even know. I lived know in one of those brownstones right down the street. I, yeah, I lived like right above the gay bar. And every night, and I was like, you know, 18 at the time that I lived there. And so I couldn't go to the bars yet or anything like that. And I would sit in my apartment and just listen to these fights that would happen outside of the gay bar at 2 a.m. Gay fights are really different from other bar fights. 
You know, it was like. Well, it depends what kind of gay bar it is. Pure drama. It was like a thousand women on their period, like right. screaming at each other. See, like if you went to the yeah. Eagle Bolt bar, that's like a bear gay bar. A bear gay So that would be yeah, real mess. I don't think I have gone there. So um, when we do want to come back, I think we're going to talk more. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk more about Loring Park. We have a couple other things to chat about and then uh, bring you back to the website. And then we're done. Forever. Just kidding. Until next time. So we'll be right back. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Find out how to get 50% off your first full month. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. Turn it up! Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The Steakhouse, the Sushi Bar, the Ultra Lounge, and the gorgeous Sky Bar Rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. Have I got your attention now? Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Look down the street. It's a car. It's a, it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle, to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle, picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle, will pick you up and take you there. And it's Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with Hussey Ray. And uh, I forget we were talking about Loring Park. History. We were talking about Loring Park and how everyone lives in it. If you, well, <laughs> if you I, live in Minneapolis, I, I, I you live inside Loring Park. I think I, I, what I heard, Loring Park used to be a lot of homeless people lived in Loring Park. Like it was. Which is probably why we lived there. And back it's, in the it's day. not like that now. I mean, no. I walked. I walked. I like it. Yeah. I walked through because if you walk through the other side, you can get to the, the couple of little bars over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. In that corner, the idol building is on the edge of it, right? Yeah, I, and I used to live in the idol building. I would, yeah, I, I don't like that. Grills, yeah. just a bunch of posers. And that place closed, Lauren Kitchen. I was surprised. Oh, it did, yeah, it's gone. What, gone when did they close a while back? Oh, and it's been is clo- it because you stopped going there. Did you poo poo all over the idol building? And then you they know had what's to close? funny? I lived in that bu- I lived in that building. I must have had a hundred of their glasses in my case because every night I'd go home with a drink. You know what? That's <laughs> called theft. And speaking of Well, theft, no, I would bring them back. I would bring, like, I'd get, I would get, like, 12 Oh, you'd bring them back, and then though? I'd bring them oh, ba- that's nice of you. Yeah, so, was that ever awkward? Like, no, did so you... one, one, one night I was out at that bar and somebody said, because I, I would take a drink with me every, just walk mm-hmm. walk out. They had the patio, the outdoor. Right. So I walked one night with the same glasses. This is a true story. 
I went to like six different bars with the same glass and got that glass filled at each bar. It's just your to-go cup. <laughs> That's nice. But I but I got away with it like nobody. Mm, and this is before, like I it wasn't really very well known in this town. Like, but nobody stopped me. Well, like, there they you go. Like, oh, there, there There's that old drink. Old guy again walking around with his to-go cup. You know, speaking of theft, though, you said you've been noticing a lot of thievery. Oh, so I had me I had me and Nancy got a new weekend hobby. We go estate selling, mm-hmm. and it's. Kind of fun, but it's kind of depressing too, because you, you can you know right when you walk in the house, the people either died or they're getting divorced. Oh, and you know right away. Yeah. So on on so Saturday is full price day, and Sunday is half price day. So Saturdays we go to the like the not so great neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and then Sunday we go to like Mound. they have estates and not great neighborhoods. We go to like Mound. Well, they have estate sales. Oh. We'll go to like Mound and around Lake. The big lake and mound and, and, yeah. and all the really rich neighborhoods. By the way, I really think that they should rename the their city. I mound. agree. I agree. Where do you live? Mound. mound. It either sounds dirty, dirt mound, like dirt mound, or like sexual mound. So anyway, I've noticed a trend of people trying to steal stuff. This guy literally loaded up his whole truck with a bedroom set and. <laughs> Was leaving, and the the, the, the auctioneer <laughs> like they wouldn't notice. Like the estate sale people had to chase after him to get the money. <laughs> Did they have like pitchforks or anything? And, you get back here with my heirloom. You know what else people do? They switch tags. Ooh, they peel the stickers off smart. of one thing and they put them on something else. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, that's kind of crafty. I like on, I, I like it as a hobby. Yeah, you, it you, sounds like a fun hobby. It is. It's kind of cool because, and I tell you what, there's a lot of nice houses up in Dirt Mound. <laughs> <laughs> there is. You know what? I feel so bad for uh, speaking badly about their city. They got some nice houses up there, some really rich. Do you call it I a mean, city or a town? Is it a township? I would call it a town. I would call it a village. I'm going to the village. But of I tell Mound. you, there's some massive, massive, gorgeous houses up there. Really? Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to visit Mound more. I looked, but I looked them up online. A couple for sale. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like three, four million dollars and twenty-five thousand dollars a year in taxes. Ooh. So. That's like 5.5% hike, in my opinion. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we are going to talk about, like, I, I wanted to, again, plug my show, yep. uh, third Tuesday of every month. So third Tuesday of every month at the up, Uptown VFW, 2916 Lindale, 830. We have professional comics every month coming out, doing a free show for yep, you. So please free. come it's, out. It's, it's a really awesome. fun show. It's so much fun for me to do, and uh, the comics love it, and the the crowd has been great. The drinks are cheap, and yep, they just redid in, this VFW, so it's not like a VFW. Yep, and check out, you check out, if you get a time, check out my blog. It's called Meet My Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and uh, meetmyminneapolis.com, and this show actually is on my blog. Every time I post it to Minneapolis 911, it automatically goes to my blog, Ooh, too. So that's you can, fancy. Yeah. That's very and, cool. And, so and you I, can I, do I, I write about each show. Do you? Yeah, I write it. I like, should read about it. Yeah. You're like you're so just complaining gives, about me. It gives you a layout of the show before you listen to it. Uh, this week I had to sit by <laughs> Hesley again. I pointed at her and made fun of her. Hesley <laughs> looks nice today. Thanks. It was the first time. Yeah, you look nice today. <laughs> Thank you. you. I like your outfit. That's so nice of you. Thanks. I do like your outfit. Since I saw That's it. really nice of you. Yeah. I really appreciate All right, that. Anyway, I wish everyone could see it. We gotta go. We'll see you guys next week. You have been listening to. Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, 
Log on to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911. Post-production provided by Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moon. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.